listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. So what if I'm a microphone fiend addicted as soon as I sing? One of these for MC so they don't have to scream. I couldn't wait to take the mic, flow into it to test, then let my melody play, and then the record suggests. Then I'm dropping bombs, but I stay peace and calm. Any MC that disagree with me, just wave your arms, and I'll break. When I'm through breaking, I'll leave you broke. Drop the mic when I'm finished and watch it smoke. So stand back, you want to rap? All I can wait, I won't push. I won't beat around the bush. I want to break upon those who are supposed to. You might try, but you can't come close to. Hey, welcome to the Black Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in the house on a Monday, a Labor Day Monday for the Black Guy Who Tells podcast. And we have some of our favorite uh, hardworking podcasters in the game, uh, ironically, on Labor Day. Uh, it's uh, the boys from Three Guys On. Uh, what's going on, fellas? What's going on? Glad y'all could come through. You know, we had our customary uh, 30 minutes of tech issues and sound checks and shit um you know how we do we always schedule a little extra time uh but uh we uh we got the we got the guys all on camera here uh so you guys can come see them in that glory uh if you catch this late uh you can uh go check the replay but uh i guess first things first man i gotta ask how's everything going with the uh podcast um uh, and i'll start with you first tim since this is this is the last time i've seen you <laughs> uh everything's going good man uh i haven't been on in a while i think i went on uh right when i moved here so maybe may and you had a health scare too right yeah um i was in the hospital for a little bit but uh i'm good now cool man i'm glad you're still with us man glad everything's okay got a little scary there um and then also we got randolph what's going on man well most people know me i'm probably the most active on social media so i'm i'm pretty easy to find you know so everybody knows what's up you know just trying to make a do what to do what a pimp do you know what a pimp do (laughs) (laughs) working on that working on that mode better blue magic uh too Actually, yes, I am. Actually, uh, I'm trying to uh, put a new hour together. So, yeah, yeah. actually, it was JL, JL who kind of inspired me to start kind of pushing in that direction. So, I mean, I had some longer sets planned and stuff like that. I mean, he should be inspiring like that. He has 12 albums, you know, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he had like 16. Did he have like 16? Yeah, 16? I mean, to you know, have an issue with Louis C.K., I feel like you know they kind of the same. Like, like every six months. <laughs> new special you know what i'm saying keep grinding yeah for a guy yeah. who claims to never get booked he sure does record a lot of albums <laughs> <laughs> is that the secret is he just booking himself and then that's how you get on i don't know I, yeah i guess so <laughs> uh we also got my man andy klein in here man um and andy i think i heard you say a couple times it's about time for you to work on your uh special yeah i'm looking to record uh like november i still don't have a date set but i got some shows in october that i'm gonna record if those work out that's gonna be the album but if not i'll have something to as like a backup in november probably mid-november something like that now i'll put it out by christmas hopefully 
now i know tim got the album randolph got the album um like what's what's the barometer on, on knowing when you're close you know what i'm saying when you're like all right i'm about ready to put an hour of this on wax and possibly never do this material again well i think the first one you wait a lot longer because it's yeah. like, well, i don't want to lose all this material and it's and nothing's ever ready because it's always changing and evolving so after you get the first one out of the way i think it's once you do it you're like oh that's easy i can just i'll just record another hour and do another album but the first one you're like you're married to those jokes for a long time so you're not ready to to part with them so a big part of me waiting was just like i don't want to i don't want to burn this stuff yet it's just you know it's not ready and all that stuff but a lot of that is just excuse making at the end of the day Mm. yeah and what about you tim how'd you know you was ready man honestly i don't think i was um but like Andy said, I just wanted to put something out. And then uh I think after that, then uh I think the second one would be easier. Mm. Um I don't know how Randolph felt, but this the second one is um I feel like that's gonna be easier to put out. Because the first one is just like the the what's it called? The the, the rookie um I don't yeah, know. It's like, like, it's like when a band makes an album in their garage, their first yeah. album. Like, you, you, comics don't re- really do that. A lot of comics wait 15 years and then they put out this super slick produced album. But these days it's going more that way where it's like, you know, you just make something on your own. You make your little lo fi first album. You? Yeah, that's my, that's me, yeah. sorry. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> oh, you good. It's right outside my window. <laughs> Over there running the train on that him. That was so cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong side of the tracks for Tim, man. Um, yeah. What? Closer to him. Don't so much, you'll never notice it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First night in a new apartment, everything's shaking and shit. Yep. Uh, let's say, yeah, my, so you. My, my was done. Um, I just, I felt like I was ready to get rid of all that material. Mm-hmm. Um, like Tim was saying, I do feel like the second one will be easier. Not so much easier, but I know how to make it better now. I know the stuff I don't like about the first one I can take out, which is mainly just technical stuff, me talking too fast or and stuff like that, which I, I have a problem with. But knowing, knowing having that in my head, then I'll have something to build on for the next one. You know, talk slower, be more precise, be more, just be more of me, you know, be more in control. Not that I wasn't in control on the first one, but be more in control on the second one. So, so is it like and that? Then Andy's had the benefit of myself and Tim do ours already. So now he knows and producing ours. So he knows exactly what he needs to do on his. Right. Yeah. Is it like that thing where, um, after you do it you can only hit her mistakes you know what i mean like after a while because i know uh when i used to rap i had a couple mixtapes that i put out and like even even when people come up to me now and they're like oh man i love it why'd you stop rapping man like a couple people like they still know the words and Mm -hmm. shit and all i can Uh just all i feel is like embarrassment like man that shit was so (laughs) whack you know what i mean that's how i feel (laughs) 
like, yeah, yeah it's okay. I'm like, it's a good scene. I'm like, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did think it was hot when I put it together, but now. So, so baby, is this like, uh, being verified? You know, you verified, so you done gone through the process. I don't mm-hmm. know nothing about it. So, you know, I'm trying to get my follower counts up, you know, get my tweets right so I can be recognized by Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when yeah. I know I'm ready to be verified. Is it kind of like that? No, it's not. That just sounds like jealousy talking. And no, that is not, that's not, it's not what it's like at all. There's nothing embarrassing. What? It's not like that at all? No, no, I, no, it's actually great. It's even better than you think. It's, it's really the best thing that's ever happened to me, I would say. Uh, even though. So, so, so you were nervous? No, I'm not nervous at all. This is uh this is great, awesome. Every time I say something, my opinion got a check mark next to it, which means it's official. Like your opinions, you know, unless you got a check mark, it pales in comparison to whatever I think. Obviously, um, <laughs> this is the Black Out Tips podcast. I saw a quote by ta Coates where he said, uh, "Writing is failure," which basically mm. means art is failure. You know, and I've really taken that to heart. And it's just failure. Uh, failure, failure, failure. So even when you think you put some hot shit out, all you hear is the failure. Yeah, it's kind of like you take a snapshot. It's like you're catching a moment in time. Like, that's just where you were. And if you're progressing in anything, there should be no shame in where you were. But the, but the point of the matter is, if you're progressing where you were, you're going to look back and see what you needed to improve on mm-hmm. to get to where you are right. now. And even that even now you're gonna kind of always know that there's something better and beyond the the, the the horizon i know what uh no all jokes aside with our podcast like i hate listening to old episodes of this like even though it's fun and we're and i think we're good and i and it's funny and sometimes i'll catch myself laughing and shit sometimes i'll just be like oh the audio was fucked up uh oh man this is uh you know this like this this, now i don't feel this way anymore about this position i had at the time or you know think you know i know more about this thing than i knew at the time and and shit like that yeah and i know for me i'm a little i don't listen as much as i used to but it, it is one of those things where i would like literally go back and listen to the episodes and like in their entirety for various different reasons like you say to pick up on sound quality to say okay i could have mm-hmm. slowed down and then sometimes your mind thinks you're like oh i got a, I got an even better joke that i could have said at that time or maybe i could have phrased this differently i could have delivered this differently i could have used a different tone you know those type of things is what i I personally listen to when they play back and it's one of those things where I tell people in order, cause you no, know, a lot of people who have podcasts go, well, I can't stand the sound of my voice. Well, that's something you're going to have to get over because actually mm-hmm. in order to improve as a podcast or to improve on your craft where your voice actually goes out, you have to hear yourself in order to understand what you can improve on. You can't just go by what other people say to you. Yeah. yeah. Well, and with stand up yeah, yeah. too, there's a, there's a thing in stand up where, you know, you recorded a CD or whatever, and then if the joke isn't that old, it's going to keep growing mm. if you keep doing it. And so you realize six months later, oh, this is twice as funny as it was then, but I can't record it again. Yeah. So you can sort of talk yourself out by saying, well, this, these jokes aren't old enough yet. They're not polished enough yet. But once the audience receives it, it's kind of theirs now. Mm. You know, So they might to them, it might be the most life-changing shit they ever had. You know, there's plenty of art. Redman has albums that he disavows that for mm. other people probably changed their lives and he's like i hate that album i was in a dark place 
you know, I can't relate to it anymore. And so at some point it's not yours anymore. And, you know, if you have stuff left to say after the show's over, that means it might have been a, it was probably a pretty good show if you didn't even run out of stuff to say. And some so. things are like captured at the moment of time. Like right. I was going back and uh sometimes I go back and listen to old stand up and I was going back listening to like Eddie Murphy and I was like, Yeah, you can only do that those years. Like right. if he can't like people sometimes yeah. people are like, I want him to come back to stand up and I'm like he could come back he just can't sound like he did though because right. y'all wouldn't would tear him apart like it would be yes, every twitter fucking like it would be so many essays and editorials and uh, people questioning his legacy and is he you know like a bunch of shit uh, every bad movie he's ever done will come back up you know like it will it will be time to go get him it would be pitchfork city if he came talking the way he was so um, yeah. and, and meanwhile as a person who lived through that time who was alive and remembers and has the nostalgia for those moments i can still find the humor of being like yeah it was it was wrong and problematic by 2016 standards but at that time that was the funniest fucking album mm-hmm. period those, those bits were great that's that's those specials were great that stand-up was great yeah he just stopped doing it so he didn't evolve along along with the rest of us Right. So, no, he's still stuck. I don't. I he hasn't done stand up for so long. Um, I know in that last special when he did like five minutes, it was great. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs to stop making movies, as far as I'm concerned. You don't want to see Mr. Church? Church. You don't want to see Mr. Church? Man. Mm-hmm. No. no, no, no. Beard off, man. <laughs> man, that shit. We talked about it on Thursday's podcast. We talked about it at length. That bullshit. Listen, I've said this on our podcast. I'm gonna say it on your podcast right now. Comedian actor Eddie Murphy is making movies that comedian Eddie Murphy would make fun of him for making. (laughs) I think um, I think that Silent Negro Terror is a uh, you know that's that's he gonna get nominated. That's a classic. That's that award. White folks love that man. And now that now that Nate Parker done fucked up, I feel like you know Eddie can slide right on in, and Oscar so black. Well, his sex Eddie Murphy's sex scandal involved like a a transvestite, like it was a progressive sex scandal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So even when it comes up, you know he's kind of he's kind of with the times now. Yeah, he could he should he should ride this wave on out, man. I feel like white folks need to feel good. It's been it's been a rough year. For, uh, white emotions on the internet and in hollywood you know they they ousted all them old white people from the oscars committees they Man. inducted a bunch of younger and browner people into the oscar committee uh everybody was really i know they was feeling real nervous that they was gonna have to nominate this film about killing a bunch of white people and uh killing their babies and shit so i feel like uh this 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 will give everybody a good out to be like oh you know what uh i'm not racist i love mr church well mr church could have been called white lives matter (laughs) (laughs) based on the trailer it's basically the message of the movie that was far in the trailer where he gave her money to go to college and i was like you work for her this is completely backwards for how like where did you get the money to get them to go to college and you still work there that doesn't make sense she's not your daughter right (laughs) he was he was dancing with them little white girls man oh it's that trailer so good man that was like that was like his uh his stack of cash from the shoe box like it probably had 
food stains from all the stuff he cooked for them on it <laughs> yeah know? it's every dollar he ever earned they ever oh, gave him and he just right. gave it back to him he probably t- said something like it's not my money it's really yours or something <laughs> like that ah! um this is our money yeah <laughs> yeah y'all get, think of it as a loan uh, oh. yeah i can't it's just, i'm just investing i'm putting an investment in you baby it's so it's so sad because (laughs) Ah, i care about your future all of us saw that same trailer and none of us think there's like some type of twist or that could be like something to make it not as fucked up we're all like nah just magical negro just we know uh uh, at any rate though man um you know maybe this will give him what he needs to come back and do some stand-up man you know get a couple more of these bombs well if you look at martin right now like he ain't looking too good out there. Um, I don't know if you see any anything that he does on like anything that's showing him on YouTube doing stand up recently. Uh oh. He's completely irrelevant. Oh like, no. He sounds, he sounds he sounds just like Martin back in You So Crazy days. No. Oh, oh he got good. it. He oh. got a special coming to like Showtime or something soon, like in a month or two. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be bad, man. Oh no. And I bet you. <laughs> Good as Bill Bellamy's. Well, <laughs> Bill Bellamy was never known for his stand up. Yeah, Bill Bellamy's stand up was a letdown. Don't make me say Chris Tucker on Netflix. Oh, he no. He's he another one. I didn't even hit play on his. I knew what it was. Mm-mm. I knew what it yeah, was, it was, Chris. It was pretty bad, man. Chris, but you know what? Chris lived the dream career, dog. That motherfucker tricked Hollywood into giving him $20 million a movie, dog. Like, after yeah. that, I knew he didn't give a fuck no more. Because why would you? Like, yeah, why would you home your The fuck freedom? is the point of being funny after that? You just gave me $20 million, suckers. And he got to do like four rush hours, uh, uh, <laughs> the fifth element, um, uh, Tarantino movie. Like, shit. If I was in my college a day as well, man. Dead presidents. I mean, he, he good. Shit. Well, who can do, who can do a million? Like, who can get that kind of money and still be funny? Like, still be a funny stand up? I mean, him uh what's Jim Carrey they never went back to stand up after that right so it's one or the other damn Richard did remember that yeah Richard Pryor but he didn't get did he get 20 million a movie no he got got the 20 million at that time of that time yeah he got the 20 million dollar movie deal of the 80s the deal that no one was even thinking about getting at that time yeah but how much of that did he spend on drugs though (laughs) 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 <laughs> all of it is all of it too high of an estimate uh yeah he's, he's most of it <laughs> yeah he, he got 20 million he got 20 million of that time money but he spent 20 million of this time money on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's what he went wrong he he outpaced inflation oh yeah. yeah i think it's hard to be like uh especially like i think comedians make like wonderful actors like dramatic actors as well but it's hard yeah. to go back to you know stand up and i'm sure it's that grind. i mean yeah stand up's not as luxurious a life as mm-hmm. you know mansions and having your own trailer on set and mm-hmm. your you own know, personal assistant yeah i mean like it's not that it doesn't happen i'm sure it does happen but it's not too many women that are like yo i'm gonna fuck that that stand-up dude if i see him out somewhere but if you start in a movie it, it's yeah. much more like chris tucker i'll fuck him and it's you know it's like mm-hmm. 
chris tucker you know on def jam it, it wasn't that kind of response no matter how funny that 10 minutes was that's the truth so yeah. <laughs> after, after you perform stand-up you got a window mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta i can get some ass window like 15 minutes after you get off stage <laughs> oh, lord it's long, yeah yeah and when those clothes is quick boy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, is it is it uh is it easy to spit game while you selling merch? Uh, no, I never had. Plus, I I had a like, I, I my my wife was my girlfriend then, mm. so I mean I saw the windows open for me. I just couldn't could go through. through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you I know, saw, I saw I was like fifty nine clothes. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, you know when God opens a window, you know, he close the door. <laughs> yeah. You got about you got about thirty minutes. <laughs> I would think the merch table is. I would think the merch table is where it's going to happen because they're going to come over, right? Try to buy some merch. You're funny. You got some games right there on the spot because I said that's that, is done. that seems like it would be. That seems like it would be difficult to to pull a girl while selling her something. No, I'm like. Yeah, girl. You know we should do something later. That's gonna be uh fifteen dollars for two. Uh, like I've seen the real soldiers like wait until after everybody leaves and then they come up to you. Ah, yeah. Okay. That's when it's, that's when you can really get them. But if you're trying to sell, it's other people coming up. It's people coming up interrupting. It's always that one one dude that comes up and talks to you about comedy and you're like, hey man, I'm trying to get. <laughs> I appreciate it. Be like, be like, I, I, I'm new to the game and I wanted to know how can I be like you, my brother? <laughs> Excuse me. Say I'm funny. Look, look, man, just go on stage. He cut. He cuts the woman off and shit. Excuse me, bitch. Uh, <laughs> Tim, man, you funny as hell. Man, you funny as hell. Asking you questions like, do you get girls from doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holly Berry walks by. Holly, hey Holly. <laughs> <laughs> you'll see, you'll see the girl looking at you. You'll see her yes. looking at you. Uh-huh. right here. Like, come on, man. <laughs> but for a lot of comics, their, their only game is is like, you want a free shirt? Like they yeah. they won't uh, charge the girl, and then they just don't know what to do after that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like maybe go across yeah. the street. Or something like that. <laughs> it's really hard between shows though, because when you got a you got a show to do, that girl is there. She's usually leaving with her friends, and then you got to figure out how to get the number when she's away from her friends, mm. and also like she wants to meet. She usually wants to meet up after the show. Where are you going after the second show? Mm. Home, bitch. I'm fucking forty. <laughs> <laughs> to sleep. Let's go to let's go to like get some coffee tomorrow or something. What you trying to do after this? Sleep. Is that cool? Yeah, I got shit to do. Call <laughs> my, my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Take, Take care a of long her. bath. I got to wake up playing my daughter tomorrow morning. Right. Trying to raise a daughter. Yeah. <laughs> um, at any rate, man, this is the Blackout Tips podcast. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Search the Blackout Tips. We'll come up. Uh, leave us five star reviews. If we're, if they're nice, we'll read them on the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, of course, the official weapon of the show the taser and an unofficial sport it's bullet ball. and bullet ball extreme uh today marks day 628 that bobby schroeder has been locked up in jail without lowering his two million dollar bail free bobby um and without going to trial either um so just just chilling 
just chilling in jail um and don't forget to check out our uh, what'd you say tell running shit in jail probably yeah yeah just hanging out with whoever sneaking booty phones in and shit um <laughs> don't forget also uh to check out our, our, our the crew the guest uh three guys on is t-r it's t-h-r-e-e like it's spelled out no ebonics uh three guys on um uh, make sure you guys check them out they're also on itunes stitcher wherever you find podcasts and do the same thing man leave them five star reviews they read the reviews on the show um don't forget also uh, to follow them on social media uh andy is andy klein 74 uh tim is tim damone and uh randolph is real talk for you once again no ebonics is for you f-o-r all right so make sure you guys do all that man uh let's talk about all kinds of interesting stuff in the interesting stuff in the news guys okay all kinds of interesting news is happening right now what's up uh first of all president obama my nigga came out and said uh he defended colin kaepernick yeah that's right by the way shout out to um the white house spokesperson last week because you know they have like a press secretary and he tried to be he tried to say some we shit about how you know it's disgusting as we find it i mean we stand behind his right to protest if he wants um we who you got a rat in your pocket nigga you don't speak for the president i knew that shit when that white dude said that i was like he has not talked to obama and then they asked him he was like talk to the president i was like of course not because he would have said don't say that stupid shit right <laughs> uh at any rate what yeah I can, tell you, I can tell you who told who told barack i tell you who, who tells barack every time <laughs> something like this happens michelle michelle yep she's did you hear what your press secretary said? God damn it. What, what, what did he say? <laughs> Is he getting a text? <laughs> she's the one. I, I guarantee you she's the one with her ear to the street. Did you hear what they said? About? Oh, Lord. What did he say? <laughs> yeah, they, in my office. You know my wife is mad at you. You know my wife is mad at you. <laughs> right. They, they probably all call her, they call her the snitch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they call her worse than that they definitely call it worse than that um yeah so uh they asked him about it he said he's exercising his constitutional right to make a statement i think there's a long history of sports figures doing so i don't doubt his sincerity i think he cares about some real legitimate issues that have to be talked about if nothing else what he's done what he's done is generated more conversation around some topics that need to be talked about uh expressing the need for active citizenry the president said i'd rather have young people who are engaged in an argument and trying to think through how they can be part of the democratic process than people who are just sitting on the sidelines and not paying attention at all uh and on those condemning kaepernick he said my suspicion is is that over time he's gonna refine how he's thinking about it and maybe some of his critics will start seeing that he has a point around certain concerns about justice and equality and that's how we move forward sometimes it's messy but you know that's the way democracy works Mm. you strobing your vocal strobing yeah refresh oh okay i gotta refresh all right give me one second guys get off this t-pain shit oh man Mm-mm-mm. i'm in love with a stripper and uh you know whenever it wants to come back up we'll get back hopefully they caught most of those quotes uh if not then uh and you know what i realized it wasn't doing that with the laptop so 
Oh. Is Randall playing his bass right now? Is somebody playing guitar? <laughs> All right, we should be back, man. Yeah, we good. Uh, we got Rand- Randolph on the bass. Thank you for entertaining the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> Supposed to be doing some spoken word here or something. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Jim was about to. <laughs> no, I was about to do some uh, Mitch. Uh, Mitch, uh, what's his name? The dude that get, did a guitar in the background, but he did his joke. Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. Mitch Hedberg. Oh. <laughs> Man, rest in peace, dog. The slow strum. Yeah, that was that was my dude, dog. He was funny as fuck. Yeah. I remember I saw a stand up. I saw that stand up, and he uh had that notebook out there. I was like, the fuck is this shit? And yeah. now, yeah. and now everybody goes out there with unfinished jokes. It's like, damn. Uh, <laughs> he was. I thought that was part of his act. I feel like some of y'all just uh really ain't finished these, your homework. They didn't. Yeah. People like, well, he broke the rules. I break the rules. <laughs> well, you're not as funny as him, so sit yeah. the fuck down. How about that? Now you, you go out, doing no heroin. Now you go out there and be like, yeah. where, where your joke? Where your notebook at, dog? <laughs> <laughs> so you finished your jokes? You worked on them and memorized them? Shit. Yeah, yeah, loser. Yeah, let me get my phone. <laughs> right. Go to my notes well, app. You don't got on your tablet. You ain't no real comedian. Spit some tweets at these fools tonight. Let's see what I was talking about. <laughs> Two hours ago. Let me see what's popping on Instagram. Right. <laughs> Y'all see this video? Hold on, I'm just gonna play it for you. Everybody, get close. Um, yeah, I didn't understand all of the, uh, uh, well, just as a black person that was in the military, I didn't understand everybody coming out and saying, you're offending the military. Like, have some respect for the military. It ain't got nothing to do with that, I don't think. Yeah, I, I didn't really. I didn't get it either. I, I, at all. It really, it really bugged me, but it didn't. It didn't bother me that he. The only thing that, that bothered me was people's outrage to it. Really, <clears throat> right. him not standing up, like that didn't bother me at all. I wouldn't do it just because I'm. I was in a, you know I was in the army for a while. I just have a different. I would I would have done it a different way. But I see what he was saying. I understand what he was, and I agree with that part. I would have so, added. See what I think he should have did. Uh, you know, stand for the pledge of allegiance. You know, because that's fine. Um, I don't want to piss anybody off. What I would do is wait till I score a touchdown, and then my celebration would be an officer involved shooting. Where uh, obviously <laughs> I had one of my white teammates shoot me, and then another one high five him, and I just lay that dead. And the thing is, yeah. oh lord, the, the thing is, the thing is, I mime it. the thing is, I don't move, I I don't move out the end of the end zone the whole game. See, that's the uh-huh! see, that's the thing. You don't like. I just I just keep and laying there. there the whole time. Right, yeah. When the team get back on the field and shit, like no matter how many penalties, I just lay there till they like come get me and shit. And they were like, "Did he die for real? What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> like I want to destroy the game. Now I would, that would be my last play in the NFL, obviously. Yes, but head <laughs> on the field, head on the field like orange is a new black. Y'all see that? Fuck it. I'll be looking there. Yeah, I would be looking at TV like this nigga. He told me he was gonna do it, but I ain't believe him, y'all. Right, I'm like, I hope you... think he's gonna do it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I always had good football celebrations, man. That's that's one of mine. Um, I still, I also, still surprised. Uh, less militant, less militant, but I'm still surprised nobody's ever humped the pole. That should that's something that should have been happening. You know, I'm talking about the the field goal pole. Somebody should have been yeah, yeah, yeah. there. 
Nobody's on the pole. Nobody's really humped the pole, man. That should be somebody's go-to. Von Miller's done the the thrust after the sack. Like nobody's ever just got a touchdown and went over there and fucked that pole on somebody else's field. (laughs) That shit is disrespectful as hell. And no one's ever humped their teammate either. That's true. No. Ah! That's true. <laughs> they not ready for that. But, but they, but they, yeah. but they packed them asses though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they smacked them asses. That's, but that's, this isn't high school hazing, Andy. This ain't high school hazing. This yeah, that should have been that should have been Michael Sam touched like sack celebration. <laughs> like he humped somebody else and then make everybody super uncomfortable. Like, yeah, now what, bitch? Yeah, no, that's you can't hump. You can't be humping on those stuff. You ever watch? Um, What's that show? The football, the season, uh, uh, Hard Knocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nothing, nothing but Southern black dudes, and I'm, I hate to say it, them niggas homophobic, yo. Yeah, they, of so course. You ain't gonna be humping on no. Yeah. Ain't gonna be humping on no black dude, yeah. and it be and it be a protest. I'm, yeah, you gotta say I'm humping on them, but it's about Black Lives Matter and see if you can get that fast. Yeah. You, you gotta be, be able to run faster than me. Cause. I get a hold of you, it's over. What was that? What was that? Uh, what was that pelvic thrusting celebration about? Well, you know, yeah. I just feel that police officers every day get away with murder indiscriminately in the streets, and yo, everybody what? should say that, man. Like. If you just do like a, a really disrespectful like T.O. spike the football on the Dallas Star type, just say it was for Black Lives Matter, man. Nobody could fuck with you after that. <laughs> like half the country gonna have your back. Like you I mean half gonna hate you, but half the country gonna be like, man, leave him alone, dog. Bro, it is happening. I believe in that right. shit. <laughs> Rubbing your nuts on Tom Brady's helmet is a statement for Black America. <laughs> Y'all see this starting over to soccer now? This soccer? Yeah, yeah. Soccer, soccer lady did now. it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard she's like... starting to spread. Some, some kids did it in, in uh, fifth grade or some, some shit like shit, that. Shit, I, I did it at up Basketball the other day, man. When I signed the list, ah! I put Rod yeah, Kaepernick, I and then I, I kneeled before we started the game. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you don't know what's funny, though. It, it was a slight moment of low-key racism, though, because... Um, this white dude saw I put Rod Kaepernick and he went, oh man, that's good, man. You spelled his name right. It's like, why the fuck would not been able to spell his name right? White man. <laughs> what did you think about him going from sitting to a kneel? What'd you think about that? Uh, I mean, look, it's whatever form the protest takes for, for him is fine with me. Um, the, it sounds like he met with a Green Beret dude that's an activist. It sounds like, uh, he saw, where it was heading and tried to and basically cut it off at the past which was y'all are going to turn the, the discussion into something about veterans that it's not right. and then y'all going to use this to yep. distract from it it had been a week of radio tv Every day. everybody was trying to change it into something about the veterans so now he has a way to say i salute the veterans or at least respect them but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stand for the pledge of allegiance and it's for for what i've seen so far it seems to have worked so i guess it was a brilliant move yeah i don't i didn't really have a problem with whatever protest you decide to take i'm fine with um you want to take a knee you still ain't standing so yeah that's kind of the point (laughs) you know you're not standing right um he he did talk to the, the cat that was a 
that was a green beret. And it's okay with me. If he decided to start standing tomorrow, it'd be okay with me. Right. Yeah. It's, I can't tell that man what to do, what not to do. He's already brought the eye to it. So I, I, I didn't like how the fact that people, people act like he's not putting his career on the line. He's putting his career on the line. Personally, I've been telling my wife, I don't think he's going to play another down in the NFL. But mm. I mean, he's following Blaine Gabbert. That dude's going to get hurt and he's going to be done. So right. as long as he's on the roster, he's probably going to play. Yeah. they. <laughs> I mean, a lot, I think a lot of people was hoping he would get cut on the low. Um, and then he didn't. And by a lot of people, I mean also other NFL teams. Because mm-hmm. the second up. that the 49ers, the second the 49ers announced they were keeping him, man, they made, there was a trade for Sam Bradford. Fucking Mark Sanchez got a job. Like, you can't tell me right. that teams weren't sitting around like, man, please cut this nigga because right. y'all racist. Please do it. Because I know Jerry Jones wanted him. I know for sure Jerry Jones. If anybody's going to take him, it's going to be Jerry Jones. Right. He took a white beater. Right. A woman beater. It's <laughs> a woman beater, man. Take this guy. Yeah. And, you know, he's got no fun. I don't know if sure Kaepernick he... would have gone to Dallas, man, they would have popped that dude in his head so fast. Woo. First game. Woo. <laughs> I wonder right. what would be. In Texas? Are you nuts? I wonder what would be the worst place for him to play. All he's got to do is win a game. He wins a game, that's it. They love it. You know what? That's, that's an accurate point. That's an accurate point. They only care about winning. That's so funny too. Like right. I, the the biggest uh the big the biggest surprise not surprise I guess yeah biggest surprise to me was uh Ben Roethlisberger coming out saying he didn't agree with it. I was like what? I just think I just don't agree with it. You know I just you got to have respect. Yeah, I'm like what? Right. Like, <laughs> Shut up. Right. I have respect. I have respect for your. Uh, respect your fellow man you 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 need to respect lady liberty except for the right to say no other than that you give that woman the respect she deserves um he should have been like no comment you know i'll be raping bitches right <laughs> right <laughs> he should have called himself out right i don't have more respect for him then. he should have been like they don't why y'all ask me I'm trying to play it. I'm trying to be low key for the rest of my career. For real, you asking me? For real. <laughs> right. I'm just saying. Uh, rape, rape charge, one and two. I'm just saying. Right. Do I approve? Come on. Um, Come on now. Leslie Jones is back on Twitter, man. Uh, after she got hacked. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, after her site got hacked. Hell of a year for her. Yeah. It, it really has, man. It I'll really has. I'm like, it has been a year. But up and down too, right? Like, like you know, really, going really to the Olympics and really, really low. Yeah, going to the Olympics, uh, starting Ghostbusters, right. to getting trolled off of Twitter, then getting hacked and the news exposed, and right. uh, I think her license and her um, uh, passport was put on the internet and shit, man. Um, and uh, yeah, man, she's back and at the eleven day break from Twitter, saying I always get back up, and uh, she says she is so okay um she said i'm so okay really and i will always I, I will always be funny been through a lot of my life and i always get back up um uh, thanks to my fans and friends i'm uh 
yes so she said thanks to my friends the friends she said okay y'all know must know i celebrate the whole week of my birthday use the whole month but i was young then lol now i just want to have fun so let's make my birthday week the bomb because i'll i'm about to act a fool y'all cheer hashtag ljb day so Aww. yep uh so i'm glad she's back on man and cuss around small children again like she did in the olympics that's, <laughs> that's when it's real <laughs> yeah hey you know that was funny too when like nbc was like we're gonna have we're gonna take her out to fly her out to brazil it's gonna be cool and uh i ch- I, I clicked on the videos and the videos like well motherfucker come on and i was like <laughs> y'all about to put her on tv okay let's do it um <laughs> what the fuck am i watching this was so funny. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was that little girl's mother that hacked her maybe <laughs> revenge um it might have been a little girl you don't never know nowadays you know what's funny man is um i'm still convinced that uh all trolling is really about just impotence like just not truly being able to affect somebody right and because when you yep. think about it what they did was obviously fucked up embarrassing all, all the negative things you can think about it but at the end of the day she still just hopped right back on and that's the shit that infuriated them in the first place it, infuri- it infuriated them when she was like when she spoke up and was like yo these people are being racist to me on twitter and like i think twitter and a lot of people were like hey y'all need to do something about it and so twitter kicked some of those trolls off mm-hmm and their retaliation was this and now she's still like i'm right back on the, like none of this shit matters like y'all can't stop me and that's really the most uh like that's the thing you can take away from no matter what the obviously emotional toll could be and all this shit it's really about the way they just hope they can emotionally disturb your life and when you prove to be either stronger than that or not let that slow you down too much it, it's like they're ultimately they can't win there's nothing they can do to you so anyway good for her man i'm proud of her as long as you keep coming you know it ain't gonna stop some dude sitting in his mama's basement's not gonna stop this woman from making another movie being on saturday night live again going to rio (laughs) right not to to discount what she feels because it obviously it hurts her i'm not gonna say it it doesn't but ultimately in the end she's winning she's winning a hundred times over and you're losing you know sit in your mama's basement and eat your cheetos right that's why they mad because she's winning and they feel she don't deserve to win because it's so weird because there were three other people in the movie that were prominent women actresses and they just like didn't really even fuck with them it was just kind of like yeah that's not the ones yeah i haven't heard anything from 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 the McCarthy one, uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa yeah. McCarthy yeah, I haven't heard anything from her. A, a couple of them are, are couple not of, on social media. If somebody comes up and Andy or Tim, you gonna have to fuck with me. It's gonna be loud. Right. <laughs> That's just how it goes. Well, she was but on Wilder. Chelsea. She was on Chelsea's show. They don't do too many shows. McCarthy was on Chelsea's show. I mean, talking about it there. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't think she's on social media really. So, yeah yeah also um the other thing the other thing too um i don't know how much it would even do for them to say anything not not that they shouldn't but just even when they say something the trolls are so focused on this black woman specifically they're not gonna stop like they're just gonna be like so we don't we don't care what you said we're just gonna keep calling this one black woman slurs and harassing her 
because they like it's them that's targeting her on purpose like they're not you know what i mean like that's what i it seemed like even if someone would step up and be like fuck these trolls da da da, da they'd be like yeah whatever like we going back to talking about leslie that's who we want to yeah. target um <clears throat> also you just with like melissa mccarthy like you don't know what's going on in her cloud like maybe she was just deleting all her pictures first <laughs> i stand with their clouds <laughs> i stand with leslie hold on let me delete these titties off okay <laughs> i stand with leslie <laughs> but uh yeah man so but yeah her co-stars i mean they i saw some of them did say stuff on twitter and stuff and you know no offense to them but it just didn't matter it it it, it was like uh yeah there was never going to be anything they could have said that would justify the fact that these races targeted leslie and not them like it, it's obvious yeah. you know it was some other shit at work um i mean they were saying they, they were saying their own they were saying stuff about them too because they were upset about uh just making a ghostbusters movie with women, which is right. stupid. Yeah. But um, <laughs> they were saying, they were, nobody got it as much as. Um, don't go see it. That's all you got to do. Yeah, just don't go yeah, see don't it, go it, go it if it's that bad. Like, yeah, no one's making you see this shit. You know? It was funny, don't too. Oh, go childhood. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> well, a lot of these trolls, they sort of they act like they're like real tough guys like i'm gonna come get you but how tough yeah. can you be if you're still if you still give a fuck about ghostbusters tough right. dudes wouldn't do that tough guys yeah. wouldn't do that they'll just come get you they're not typing yeah that's the that's the uh <laughs> that's the weirdest thing about the uh like uh the internet era i guess is what i would call like now is uh you know the internet era with like podcasts and all this stuff and even in comedy i listen to a lot of comedy podcasts like you see so many people that are like comedians and shit and they refer to themselves like i'm an alpha male and i'm i'm this and i'm that and you're like yo you wouldn't need to tell me that right like you just wouldn't have to say it yeah and i don't (laughs) and i don't know if it's a generational thing but most people know people that's about that life i'm not talking about like kind of sort of like they really about that life and if you're about that life odds are most of those people they're not gonna tweet you you right. gonna hear a knock at your door, and they gonna show up, but like, and what did you say? Right, and you don't need to like pretend to be about that to get respect because uh you're obviously not if you can figure out a way to like load up a RSS feed and shit. Like you're obviously not, and that's okay. But it's funny though because that seems to be like you know with the GamerGate shit, which was mostly online. Mm-hmm. You know, with this uh the anti Ghostbusters right. shit, like online. it's a bunch of people that are like, well, you know, as an alpha male, I say this, and you know, the PC mafia and these cucks and these social justice warriors, you're like, but hold on, hey, dog, these not real problems, right? <laughs> right, and you're like, wait a minute, let me stop this and cold this real quick. I'll be right back. You're like, Come right, on, like dog. you you can't you can't have been in drama club in high school and also be walking around telling everybody you know how you need to get the social justice warriors just don't make sense store last week i just saw you in the comments right let me get two issues of superman and also women shouldn't be acting in movies i just like get the fuck out of here the loser is shit yeah be like i want that spider man not that spider girl because i don't like girl <laughs> right now hand me my inhaler um a motivational speaker born without arms is suing universal studios after she was banned from all of the rides by the staff 
even though she does have a pilot's license and is a black belt in taekwondo uh her name is jessica cox oh what'd you say it would have to be taekwondo wouldn't it yeah 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 it's all about kicking well taekwondo yeah. is about right. yeah. using uh yeah using your opponent's momentum against them as well i took taekwondo for two years taekwondo's all kicks all kicks uh i've known three black belts in taekwondo with with limited hand use let's say yeah <laughs> let's say. i mean they taught us how to punch you know what i'm saying you got the key up they taught us that joint they taught us like, some throws with your hip like if somebody swings at you with a punch you can take their momentum and use your hip to flip their ass over on the ground um i know i just stop stop for a second did rod just look like radio raheem for a second with the with the love Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) how come uh randolph i'm looking i'm looking uh i'm looking at your house here uh how come you ain't got no black folks up on the wall i'm just wondering go buy me some d batteries i'll be right back with my boom box get this shit rocking um but yeah man it was, it was you know so uh yeah i took taekwondo and that was the shit that you know we learned like a so all the shit we learned upper body was all throws uh holds pressure yeah. point pushing shit like that and yes a whole bunch of kicks and uh yeah i used them one time on this kid that uh pulled my brother off of this basketball goal my brother fell and uh i flipped that nigga and punched him in his face uh he 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 ran and told his mama he was so surprised dog because i was a nerd i think he just didn't see it coming but uh you know don't touch my brother uh at any rate uh she's suing because basically they wouldn't allow her on any rides like not even she tried to go to the kids rides none of that shit um she's also an activist so it's like she's um they mess with the raw one right she's a (laughs) she's a she uh fights for disability rights um and she's and she has gone to other parks where they did have accommodations and she was able to ride those rides but specifically with this one they pointed out to some rule that said like uh you have to be able to grip at all times and since you're not able to do that with your arms you can't ride the ride serious question Mm mm-hmm don't you when you ride a roller coaster don't you put your hands up immediately right like the whole ride is part of the, that part of the experience you put your hands up right right and then they have like the shoulder harness and the the belt thing yeah so they they strap you down i think that somebody was just scared they was like i don't know we don't want no lawsuits so well, they're gonna get sued either way now right and you know what uh <laughs> even though she might not have no arms honey they went against her she ain't typing but somebody else she was like hey hey sarah get that letter together she might be typing you don't know right uh, they now. got pictures of her doing shit with her feet on here too like uh oh, she might be typing with her toes she, let's be honest i'm sure she knows how to hold on with her legs let's be mm-hmm. honest <laughs> this ain't her first rodeo yeah know? they got pictures of her uh drinking using her feet like oh, oh okay. she, she bought this life oh um, okay well then yeah oh yeah she she typed that letter out so what uh what i thought was interesting was even even if even if they don't um have a uh like even if they're saying well we don't have accommodations for this then they probably still gonna lose a lawsuit because then they they need to put accommodations in right you know um and it was weird because they were like we don't have seat belts and shit and i was like 
what like rides don't have seatbelts. <laughs> wouldn't it be like uh you know some sort of option for that it seemed like a reasonable like that's at least one seat like you know how you have like uh the space for disabled people and, and, and like places like those. where it's like we don't expect there to be every seat but like at least an area where you're like okay for people with special needs and stuff like that mm-hmm. here's how we accommodate you because um you know it seems whack to be like oh yeah 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 uh we'll give you your 35 dollars back but um you can't ride none of this shit yeah merry-go-round nah you can't <laughs> get in the ball and pit y'all make, y'all make billions of dollars a year yeah she's about to sue you put like this and y'all gonna change the shit i guarantee you they're gonna spend money changing and they're gonna get sued yeah so there's a lot of people uh, i mean when you go to the amusement park there are a lot of people who clearly just looking at them they don't have good grip strength mm-hmm. you know, right it's not just being able to grip shit it's it's most people aren't holding on to anything when they're on a ride it's just that things across their lap you can't move anyway right yeah i heard my go ahead right now that's what I'm saying. I mean, you don't you don't really hold anything when you're on a roller coaster. They strap you down, and you raise your arms up the whole time. Unless you're scared, you put your hands over your face. If something goes wrong, though, you have the ability to hold on. Mm-hmm. That's what they're banking on. And again, I would think that she, look, she's she didn't just become armless yesterday, right? So I would be like, okay, well, you got you got some sort of skill which you're using you. At the minimum, if you get thrown out, you're going to grab with your foot, right? You're going right. to grab with your foot. You're going to hold on with your thighs, maybe. I mean, I mean, this also is, go, this is also what happens that's when... That's what I've been thinking. I'm going like, now we're going to lose money in a lawsuit. Thank you. Right. This now is also what happens lawsuit. when you have somebody that's working at the park making seven twenty-five that hour. has no training and definitely mm-hmm. don't care about y'all getting sued, you know? Come like, he got a, they got a simple job. It's just can they can they do they fit these requirements and they can get in and it's right, like, yeah, like you, ain't you got can't no get arms, in you don't fit the requirements right the manager would have been like oh what'd you say right now we just went through this in ocean city when you've got uh little russian kids coming from russia coming to work in america they don't they barely speak english they don't give a fuck about it well you cannot ride on right they don't care right <laughs> they don't they don't know you're making maybe nine dollars an hour you think they care no if anything, if anything, it's a, a surprise that they, she found the one minimum wage person that gave a fuck. Cause I would have been like, man, just get on. You know what I mean? Like right. what I, every job I ever had where I made minimum wage, if you fuss enough, you can just have it, dog. I don't care. I don't right. care about these people money that much. Right. Uh, what I'm going to do? Lose my job? Oh no. I got to go to Burger King. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, in comedy news, uh apparently cat williams is uh being oh. being sued over physical abuse to who um, uh wait hold on wait, one at a time what'd you say right now so who did he abuse and tim said the 15 year old oh <laughs> that the 15 year old abused him <laughs> uh well according according to a lawsuit uh, he's being uh, sued by a woman named Ashima Franklin, and she claims Kat's abuse towards her started with a hit uh, to the face back in 2012. Mm. Oh, my God. She says this year the abuse resumed in the form of a two-day attack involving him holding her hostage while two women beat her up. She's asking for at least $3 million for her suffering. He got uh, two women to beat her up? That's what she said. Uh, he bragged about having million million dollar bitches 
And then he turned his rage towards Ashima saying, Why am I si- uh why am I sitting here with this hillbilly Alabama backwoods ass three dollar pussy bitch? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh the next that's, day that's very a very melodious and mm-hmm. quite well thought out uh diss <laughs> i have to say mm-hmm. i believe it uh the next day she says cat williams and two women attacked her <laughs> i just he got henchmen in his squad now it used to just be him rolling for dolo but now he got like beast and, and turbo and shit from fucking the last dragon with him uh leaving her with a swollen face and injuries to her chest arms and legs wipe me down and cat blocked cat ah! blocked her from leaving she added that there was another incident where he threw piping hot food in her face and asked why she thought she even had the right to eat damn yeah huh huh yep do uh, we believe any of this it's all believable yeah, it yeah. is all believable. Yeah, yeah. 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 it really is all. It's also, it's also believable that she could be out of her fucking mind, and, and well, right, the whole she... thing's distorted. <laughs> no, it's just a, from everybody. Why are you fucking around with Cat Williams anyway? See, the it problem like every Tuesday for Cat Williams. Yeah, I was gonna say the problem <laughs> with this is that Cat Williams has a year long, at least, if not more, of just just documented behavior, strange, weird behavior, I man. Know. So I'm, it's not beyond no, believing why, for me. Why, why are you with? Why are you with Cat Williams? I'm not saying I don't right. believe her. No, I'm not saying that at all. Because God knows this is well within Cat Williams' wheelhouse. Right. <laughs> Just because of every everybody he surrounds himself with, the two broads that are that are muscle for him. I guess he hired some broads to be muscle. I guess that's what it seems like. Well, I hope he didn't. I hope he didn't. Those weren't the million dollar bitches. If I had a million dollar bitch, I wouldn't have her punching people. Yeah, that's a that's yeah, an expensive punch. Access. You can get a, that's you a fifty thousand dollar bitch. Right, right. right. You can get some, a lot cheaper enforcers than that if he's overspending. <laughs> uh, if that's what he's doing, but yeah, that whole thing, that whole thing is messy. Yeah, do yeah. I believe her? Probably. Yeah, she probably it probably happened. It's probably, yeah. Probably. You wouldn't let me put it this way. You wouldn't automatically be like, "That's crazy." You wouldn't right. say that. Which says it says way okay. more about Cat Williams and how he been living than it says about her or this story. The fact that I would have to be like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, like, that could happen." <laughs> <laughs> like if someone said the same story about like, "Hey, you know, uh, Andy Klein uh, kidnapped me and beat hey, me for two fine. days," I'd be like, "Ah, I don't think Andy would." <laughs> I don't seem like something Andy would do, man. You gonna you right. you got you, you know you gonna take him to court? What you gonna do? This yeah. joint it's just like Cat Williams. Oh, he did it. He did it. Yeah, with Cat Williams, you don't even have to hear the story. Someone just says, "Hey, guess what Cat Williams did?" You like say no more. He right. Did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then once you put in the quote where it's like you backwoods Alabama pussy ass bitch, you're like, oh, he yeah. did. She he did. Said, it. He said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That is the kind of thing he would say, though. That is right. <laughs> I get million dollar bitches. And then yeah, I believe that too. flip his flip his Look, if I, if I was gonna throw hot food in someone's face, I would say that first. <laughs> right. <laughs> what was the food? Right. Uh, right. Yeah, I do want to know what it was. What was the food? Was it grits? What was it? <laughs> <laughs> if it was grits, we 
we've heard that before. That's unoriginal. That's hacky but at this point. But, but grits is a very <laughs> it's a very throwable food. You know, yeah. if you're gonna throw something, the grits is a good choice. Yeah, because the thing about, well, the thing about grits is that grits grits sticks to you. That's right. I'm about, about to say the it, thing it, about grits it, when it lands it's gonna hit you and it's gonna sit there and soak so you're gonna feel them grits well it's also is it sugar in the grits or is it butter in the grits you uh, know that make a difference too butter grits butter grits with a little bit of salt and pepper that's what right. yeah. you know because they ain't gonna put no cheese on it because niggas ain't wasting no cheese right i would they throw down, i would absolutely throw some sugar grits on somebody but if they had salt pepper and cheese in them i'm good i'm like ah! I'm gonna eat them grits. Uh, they won't get thrown on you at all. Also, grits is good as like, uh, somebody, like a, right after a dude has an argument with you and thinks he can go take a shower like he's real cool. That's the kind of time you throw grits. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, like we've done that before, uh, cat. We've yeah. done that before. You've seen it. Grits is, some, grits is some after argument weapons. Like, you don't, yeah. Grits, cause, you don't talk shit to your woman while she making some grits. You gotta leave the house if you do that shit. <laughs> Imagine being somebody to throw grits on the ass after the argument. Like she thought about what he the last thing he said. He was like, "I know that nigga ain't think." <laughs> and then stirring the grits and shit. He got away. <laughs> that motherfucker. Right. Yeah, three dollar pussy ass bitch. Now I'm going to take a shower. <laughs> okay, you want anything to eat? Just making some grits. <laughs> Yep. Maybe some grits. Maybe some grits, huh? Yeah. Right. Oh, I got some grits. Oh, okay, Daddy. You want some sausage too? Right. You want me to throw an egg in here for you? Right. She just smiled real pretty and and cock her head to the side, like you know, like like that, like oh you oh you hungry? Yeah, I am hungry, don't, bitch. Don't you eat that? About food. time you start acting right. Now I'm gonna go in here and take a shower and let my guard down. Right. Hey, you walk in the you walk in the bathroom, and turn on some music, love and happiness. Shit, bitch must think I'm crazy. Open <laughs> down and shit. That'll change your life. This is a grits question. Are grits seasonal for you? No. No, all year round. Not not down in the south, baby. Not down south. It's all year Listen. round. Summer, winter, spring, and fall. Grits are a fall, winter food, breakfast for mm. me. Grits are a fall, winter. That's like pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie or sweet potato pies. That's like a... That's yeah, like that's a, fall, holiday I mean, that, that's cool, but you got to understand, we is in grits country. Like, right. it is grits everywhere. They are yeah, sold everywhere, every corner. Yeah, that's like asking, uh, so you like big asses in the summer or the winter or the fall? <laughs> all, every day. Every day is good for that. Every day. Just like, uh, just like, uh, duck and donuts. Y'all know duck and donuts is up there with y'all. They, they, uh, skedaddle their asses down here and then they was like, uh, I seen a commercial. It was like, brand new. We got sweet tea. I was like, y'all bitches came down south and didn't have no goddamn sweet tea. So y'all had enough people demand sweet tea that y'all put it on your menu. <laughs> tried to announce it. Right. Tried to announce it. And I, when they said brand new, I said brand new. I was like, you know what, bitch? Somebody was like, y'all got sweet tea? No. Take all this shit back. I don't, I don't want none of this breakfast. Yeah. You supposed to be shamed. You know what I'm saying? You supposed to like slide the sweet tea out like yeah, it was always, always there. Like, of course we got sweet tea, you know? Mm-hmm. Somebody showed ass one or two times, too many. And it was like, you know what? Somebody get sweet tea on this motherfucking menu. All right. Let's get into some, uh, let's get into some of our games here, guys. All right. 
uh we got us a little game we like to play it's called fucking with black people uh and it's go it goes a little something like this just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people and we score them from zero to a hundred intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with today's contestants everybody uh let's see who's fucking up oh puff daddy no shit i mean or diddy diddy um diddy says that uh obama has shortchanged black people uh he said so on al sharpton's msnbc talk show and he insists uh that the heat needs to be turned up on hillary clinton you guys might know uh puff daddy from such hits as stealing all a bunch of black people's money in the music oh uh, you might also know him from the vote or die right thing uh you might also know him from that trial where uh shine caught the rap and uh he almost had Lo go to jail for um mm-hmm. <laughs> for accessory after the fact i never forget uh you know uh but uh yeah so uh he said uh president obama was uh fucking up a little bit there guys um let me see if i can play this video i think he uh you know saw politics nation with uh al sharpton um all right let me see a quarter century sean diddy combs has been in public eye as a musician performer and businessman now he's editing a new title educator i sat down with him recently to talk about all that and discovered he's still very willing to see his mind even comes to presidential politics Puffy, you are not only a mega star and mogul, you have an education initiative. You yes. opened a charter school in Harlem yes. for this fall. Why, why was that important to you? I went to this after-school program um, named Menacing. I grew up in Harlem, and I just re- remember that extra attention that I would get by the tutor. It was. Oh no, I don't. Was, I don't care about any part. Mm-hmm. No, just talk about the president and get the shit talking. Uh, all right, I'll just read his quotes. He says, I feel like we put President Obama in the White House. When I look back, I just wanted more done for my people because that's the name of the game. This is politics. You put somebody in office, you get in, you get in return the things that you care about for your communities. I think we got a little bit shortchanged. That's not knocking the president. There's a lot going on. He's done an excellent job, you know, but I think it's time to turn up the heat because the black vote is going to decide who the next president, who's the next president of the United States. Um, <clears throat> And he also said, Hillary Clinton, you know, I hope she starts directly to directly talk to the black community. It really makes me feel, you know, almost hurt that our issues are not addressed and we're such a big part of the voting block. Uh, the heat has to be turned up so much that as a community, we got to hold our vote, really revolutionize the game, make them come for our vote. It's a whole different strategy, but I think we need to hold our vote because I don't believe any of them. And that was the end. Uh, all right. So uh, what do you think, Karen? Zero to a hundred? Mm, I, if you read it that context mm-hmm. it's a lot of people that feel just like him like it's it, like it's a lot of people i'm not trying to funny they had this illusion that he was just gonna go on there he was just gonna fix everything i think two sets of people got mad at obama the white people that thought racism was gonna end and the black people that thought he was gonna go out there and pay all the black all the niggas bills 
both of those groups are highly disappointed when he got in office and he could not accomplish none of these things because they're not realistic for either party they was like well you didn't get what i had done because you you literally had pie in the sky things that was almost impossible to accomplish mm-hmm. like like your, your your list was so long and your expectations were so high that nobody could meet it on either side and i do understand the critique because you know you always want people to do more uh and i do understand the disappointment because you always want people to do more uh i think for me um i would probably give it about maybe a 50 because i'm not really that fuck with because i completely understand his feeling not that i agree with it but i understand all right um and i had to start a new session real quick guys uh you'll be prompted to come back on screen just give it one second guys real quick got two hour limit problem um but yeah i I completely understand what you're talking about karen um and yeah i mean if anything it's a little bit of knock from me because of the messenger but not because of the message Mm -mm, mm -mm. because uh you're right i've heard multiple people say exactly that and uh let me go back and invite everybody on screen but i've I've heard multiple people say exactly that when it comes to uh to um uh the president President, and when it comes to um hillary clinton pretty much the exact the exact same thing Mm -hmm. and as everybody gets back on screen i'll get that okay so tim what do you think zero to a hundred how much you feel fucked with by those comments you know what man i think he's trying to sell albums (laughs) he got wait he got new music coming out i think he does Mm, um i mean why else is on why else is he i've seen him around recently um but i don't i feel like he's got an album coming out or something Mm. And he's trying to make waves, and it's like, oh, because before you know, a puff, a puff album came out. No, you're never really talking about the music. You're talking about what's going on, and you know, he had one called Push Play or whatever with the with the girls mm. from uh, that that show that he did, and then the other the other group that came out with uh, all the niggas that was fighting on TV, making a band, uh, yeah, making a band, yeah, when they was just fight just. Straight up fist fighting on TV. So he, I feel like he's trying to make some waves or something, but I don't really feel that far. I say about 30%. Because right. not really, as far as a, a voice in politics, I didn't vote or die because he said to. I was probably going to ah! vote then anyway. Yeah, that's it. That was an interesting time in, uh, politics because, uh, it was proven that that, 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 that shit didn't even. Oh, yeah, it was uh Obama's first election. Was that Obama? Well, he, it was 04. He was doing voter dying 04. Yeah, it wasn't Obama. Oh, okay, it was Obama. Obama. It was Kerry. Yeah, and it didn't okay. have and it didn't have an effect. Like it wasn't a right. higher turnout because of that shit. Mm-mm. So it was, you know, people thought like, oh, this is really energizing the youth voting shit. I mean, and you know, I think every election we had this moment where people talk about you really got to reach the youth, you really got to energize the youth, you really got to get the youth to come out um hey man the youth don't vote no they don't you know what i mean they should but they don't you know what i'm saying they don't realize how important it is and pretty much every young generation is the same you grow up you start paying attention to politics and then you start realizing how fucking important the the, even small things or big things are because you didn't go out and vote and that's that's always the same so every time you hear people talk about the youth movement and get engaging the youth you know uh bernie sanders had the youth that nigga lost like come on it's just not as big a deal as you think it is even even as 
the youth dominate social media and shit like that mm-hmm. and they dominate getting out in the streets and, they, and they protesting and polls. shit they just don't they don't go to the polls That's so i got other shit to do yeah so all that voter die shit it was it was cool i really thought it was gonna make a change at that time because i was you know i was younger and i was like oh cool hopefully the youth vote will be off the chain and it made no difference uh andy how much you feel fucked with man well i think see puffy is notoriously difficult to please mm. you know he, he's like even if obama got into office and ended racism and addressed every problem in the black community like it, unless he like brought puffy a cheesecake from brooklyn or something <laughs> you know puffy wouldn't we would probably have a, an issue with him i'm gonna say 25 percent. i think it's just he's just it's just him being puffy just not happy with whoever is in power and randolph well listen a grown man still calling himself puffy and diddy that's 30 <laughs> points right there. 30. Uh-huh. um the positive stuff he's right i mean i guess as far as as far as saying not not the obama stuff talking about hillary clinton like we need to keep pressure on hillary clinton so he's right on that but as far as Obama not doing anything, he doesn't know how politics work. If anybody who ever says that, they're like, well, Obama didn't do anything. I'm like, because you don't, and he's not a monarch. He can't just do things in a vacuum. Yeah. There's a Congress and a Senate he has to deal with who mm-hmm. didn't want to deal with him. So there's yeah. not things that he, there's nothing here that can be done. Puffy doesn't understand Puffy. Sean Combs. <laughs> Sean John. He doesn't, I'll even go with Sean John. That's fine. Sean John doesn't get that. He doesn't understand that. He doesn't really understand politics. So I don't really feel, I mean, I'm, I'm with keep the heat on Hillary Clinton. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. But everything else, he needs to sit down somewhere and quit calling himself Diddy. Go sit down. I can't believe Al Sharpton actually addressed him as Diddy in a, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> With a tie on. Like, we're too grown for this. We're sitting here in suits. We're suits. too grown for this. That's this why. Is not, this is not a this is not a Diddy interview. We're we're wearing we got we got dress shoes on. You got a five thousand dollar suit on. I'm calling you Diddy. No, that's not happening. That's why you ain't got to show on MSNBC, man. I mean, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, you, you you gotta sometimes you gotta be like. Uh, I go with thirty percent, just thirty. Sometimes you gotta call him Diddy and, and try to keep a straight face, man. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Up next on Politics Nation, we're gonna be talking to Diddy. Uh, <laughs> how, many, how many takes did that take? We're gonna be talking. Oh goddamn. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, man. Um, I would give it uh, about a fifty, I guess, because I'm I'm still fucked with by the Obama shit. I don't know what niggas wanted. Right. Just because. I don't like one. He did pass some initiatives for black people straight up, like my brother's keeper. Um, you know, um, and then some of the stuff is coded, like because there's nothing. Everything in America is affected by race. Some of the shit is, and it's not that deeply coded, but I don't know. Pardoning the most niggas ever and commuting their sentences. All these people that That's was in, big, yeah. How many of these people you think were black? You know, arms are big. Right, you know, like, there's people whose lives were basically thrown away over, like, small drug 
charges and they were going to sit there forever um and it's not like congress or the senate would have had his back with some of these drug reform laws and many and even then he still passed some and then those laws they decided well they're not retroactive like so people that violated this shit before we decided to reduce the sentencing and change mandatory drug sentencing those people still got to go to jail which is not right and president obama's like well i'm gonna personally go in look at each case and get these people out and that that shit matters a lot but like i said it's it's coded shit you know so i don't know that people care you know i see people bitch about how much uh obamacare costs but when uh health care is the number one leading cause to bankruptcy mm. what happens is people take their health for granted and they think well it would be cheaper to have no insurance sure it would be it would be cheaper unless you one of them niggas that something happened to Right. now you now you right. bankrupt like you don't got shit like you mm-hmm. you literally and like the only way to get help is the emergency room with a lot of this shit because your doctor is like yeah that'll be five thousand dollars and uh I'm, i mean you got cash up front what's going on with that with your insurance mm-hmm. but right. you know like right. we take shit for yeah. granted in america because that's just how we you know how we're kind of you know that's how we are but mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of shit that he's done that i just think doesn't get credit for so but a lot of black people really feel like they get their bonafides by being like well he ain't do enough in my opinion i mean he should have came to my house and, right. you know and that and i think right. it makes them feel like you know almost like i'm more woke than you because i'm saying he ain't do enough and which you know they're prerogative but i think it's uh very loaded uh anyway 50 so um <laughs> all right next one um <laughs> George Zimmerman says he's homeless and suffering from PTSD. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a zero. Zero for, for Randolph. <laughs> zero. I don't care. Zero. <laughs> zero. Uh, yeah. Shoot. Colin Kaepernick should shoot that nigga in his face. Oh. <laughs> and then sit down. Right. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then kneel. <laughs> <laughs> He told a Spanish language television station he's now homeless, battling post traumatic stress disorder, and has more than two million dollars in debt. Um where's all the money go from that shit he sold? You know, the auction. All the people donating. Right. Um Zimmerman opened up on the Univision show Aki Aki Ahora here and now that will air Sunday on the Spanish language uh station at seven PM. Uh, Zimmerman also discussed his well-known struggle with 17-year-old Trayvon Martin. Um, I mean, that's kind of his call, claim to fame. He saw my gun and told me he would kill me, and I knew he was telling the truth. I mean, I was not playing. I asked him to stop, and the young man did not care, continued attacking. I knew he would not stop, even though I knew that someone had been had seen the fight and the police are coming. He did not care. But he didn't answer when asked if he should have waited for the cops, saying that the case is under a federal Department of Justice investigation. Uh, Zimmerman was acquitted of the charges. We all know this. Uh, asked if he still thought he'd done the right thing. He said, in my mind, and between God and me, I know that if I did not act the way I acted, I would not be here. Uh, he insisted his life was in danger during the fight with Martin. When you hit your head repeatedly against the concrete, you have a broken nose, eyes full of blood and tears, you're not in the position to do much he said uh he also says two and a half million dollars in debt from the trial although he raised three hundred and fifty dollars three hundred and fifty thousand dollars online to pay for his defense 
of those donors he said to those people i owe my freedom because without them we could not have had the experts we had we could not have paid for the documents we needed um yeah shout out to those racists uh recently he planned to take part in a celebrity boxing match with rapper dmx with the promoter announced last week it was canceled and he is not working and has lost his health insurance um since the trial he has been in the news for a variety of other matters including a speeding ticket and a police call to his home over a domestic dispute with his wife honestly i would love to live a calm life without being in the press i'd like to be treated like any american citizen have a ticket or an argument and not have everyone aware but that's that's my life and i do understand why that is but i'm living my life as i've always lived he said karen i get a zero zero for karen tim about two two all right that's that's zero i'll give him two all right we round that down to zero uh what about you uh what about you uh uh, andy i think he's really trying to fuck with black people because Mm -hmm. he's saying i'm two million dollars in debt he wants another gofundme Mm -hmm. so people who really do fuck with black people can give him money and he can i guess get get another home so he could watch that neighborhood that's probably what's really killing him is there's no neighborhood now he's just homeless uh so i think he's attempting to fuck with black people but i don't think anyone gives a fuck about him anymore it's a zero all right i'm gonna give him a hundred because george zimmerman and fuck him forever just the mention of his name every time i read it in a headline i get a hundred percent fucked with that dude's a piece of shit i hope he dies um right right uh rachel dolezal is back uh she's participating in a yeah she back she get a hundred why are these people from our racist past coming from <laughs> it's a throwback throwback edition uh she she says she's uh really participating in a, a natural hair march mm-hmm. uh she she uh she's gonna participate um uh, in a march uh for natural hair called naturally isis braid on um the economic liberty march and rally Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, it was established to celebrate natural hairstyles and advocate for the freedom of hair braiders, hairstylists, and natural hair enthusiasts. Isis Brantley, who is spearheading the event, said she welcomed Dolezal's support with open arms as a passionate advocate of the cause. She is a supporter. I wanted people who are passionate. Brantley told the cut, "She's passionate. I wanted people who were advocates, who were activists. She is a fighter for justice." Brantley said. In the, uh, Brantley is a well-known name in the natural hair community with over 20 years in the business. Most notably, she played a significant role in the passing legislation that deregulated professional hair braiding and provided protections against prosecuting non-licensed hair braiders. Although Brantley's decision to team up with Dola's out for the event is drawing skeptical responses from some in the natural hair community, Brantley said she didn't intend to fuel any negative energy or drama. If I knew that teaming up with Rachel was going to bring bad energy, we need to join forces with people of all nationalities with bra- that braid hair. This is our gift. This is our blood. Uh, well- <laughs> while dolezal is featured alongside brantley on a promo ad for the event oh no she didn't oh <laughs> everything she said just go out the window why would you put on the ad though just just had a march and be like she was there oh so she put on the promo she wanted her drama exactly that's yeah you can't say i didn't think anybody would be upset anyway smile for the camera for the promotional shots thank you <laughs> you know how many you know how many woke white bitches she could have got <laughs> right instead of her come on she could have got she could have got uh some of the porn stars that fuck black dudes instead of this 
they got hair braided um yes bradley uh so yeah they took a that a professional ad for the event that had been making its way around social media this week and was also shared by dolazal herself brantley insists that she's not a focal point of the event her only role is in the background why she's on the fucking flyer anyway right. we teamed up she's a braider and she wants to support the movement and see braiders free um and the rally was held will be held september 3rd so it's, this is old uh, i wonder how that shit went um anyway karen zero to 100 oh she get 100 100 from karen all right uh what about you Tim? I say about a hundred on that one. All right. What about you? Uh, oh, damn. I'm looking at the picture too, y'all. Oh, how do I show y'all this picture? <laughs> oh my God. Take one of them down. All right. I'm going to have to take one of y'all off the uh, camera for a second and then I'm going to put you right back. Oh, Everybody oh, needs to see oh. this, this picture, guys. Y'all need to see this. It's too good. Um, but, uh, t- I mean, but, uh, uh, Randolph, what would you give it? Oh, that's a hundred all the way. That's a, that's a hundred all the way. Randolph's I, going I thought 100. she was gone from our consciousness. No. Now she's back. All right. That's what brought her back. All right, let me. Uh, yeah. Andy, what about you? I, I'm. I guess I got to go 100. Because uh, you're. You're. First of all, I didn't know hair braiders had such a problem in the world. I didn't realize that was an issue. But you got someone who didn't even accept natural skin color. Right. Advocating for natural hair it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. If she don't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this picture is so great oh man and it's photoshopped like it's not even she wasn't even actually there for the picture it's just a picture from the internet that she like put side by side with the picture for with the the woman who actually is over the march so it's even more pathetic uh i also give it 100 karen listen i want to be honest that picture was spectacular in yeah. its badness that picture oh my god that was a spectacular picture jesus christ who put that together wow <laughs> oh god okay i need to give her a 200 now just based on that picture <laughs> she really she really photoshopped that one she should have photoshopped the one where she was trying to show off her ass that would have been a good one mm-hmm. <laughs> she looked like a budget tina marie <laughs> <laughs> and the braids was down to the floor man it made no sense them fake ass braids yeah yeah she she yeah she definitely get a hundred because i'm like andy yeah yeah her name just just makes my skin cry i want her to actually just to go away and keeping it to the to the throwbacks well let's go ahead and bring this dude back up remember that little black girl who was uh in class um in a chair and the dude the police officer came and threw her across his classroom Mm -hmm. sparking off a a a very long debate about uh what was proper etiquette for police and what they needed to do right uh he will not face charges for hurling her across that classroom (laughs) wow right because they they like they like to universities they do this internal investigation which means no investigation at all well they said that after an investigation they said that um internal one they when they did right mm -hmm, Um, yeah yeah, get out of here um the they had a report that came out friday and one of the the in the report it claimed that the incident looked worse on the video than than it was in real life (laughs) really it looked worse on the video worse on the video than what but how would they know the people investigating don't know that they weren't in the room right 
They can that. The investigation was, uh, do we like him or not? Right. right. Is he white? Is he white? What kind of white? <laughs> you know, uh, black people for you know, black people go further when they're thrown, and that's just you know the they video too, right? They can take more yeah. abuse. Yeah, haters gonna say it's Photoshop, but yeah, um, but yeah, uh, Ben Fields, a former uh, Richland County police officer, was booted off the force after he was caught on camera ordering a Spring Valley High student uh, to give up her phone in October, and then he, uh, you know reached up and slammed her uh in her desk and then drug her across the classroom floor uh while keeping her head in in a lock in a headlock um uh yeah so apparently the report said uh the incident looked worse during video than it did in the classroom the report also included a formal account from Fields himself and he appears to have no regrets about his actions i realized that i was going to have to physically remove the student from her seat to effectuate her arrest and he add he said adding that the desk only flipped over because the student locked her legs inside it uh she she uh phil supervisor sheriff leon lott who said he wanted to throw up upon seeing the video was so outraged by his deputy's behavior that he fired him and called on the fbi and the justice department for help however johnson said lott's firm stance might have hampered the case against phil's these administrative actions taken prior to the completion of the investigation have been injurious to the prosecution of the case johnson said in the report to many people's outrage the girl who recorded the stunning video naya kenny was arrested after questioning phil's conduct both kenny and the student fields threw across the classroom have faced disturbing schools uh charges for nearly a year but on friday johnson said those will be dismissed as well so you know hey that's some good news with this too the people who didn't do anything wrong will also not face charges so that's cool right after they record been tarnished <laughs> you know because it's funny how you you that's like you drop charges after the fact but after you lost your job after shit been your life has been affected by this right well the cop lost his job no, no the children the lives. children didn't lose their jobs they just were charged with disrupting school right so which but, i mean obviously affected their lives but they right. didn't lose their jobs is what no. i'm saying he lost his job and the argument is well it's it's that fake false like that false equality where you're like yeah i mean he had a case hanging over his head for no reason mm -hmm. they had a case hanging over their head for no reason so we just erased it all it's all even right i mean they not going to jail he not going to jail it's like everything <laughs> everything worked out right can we agree no uh well uh zero to a hundred can oh that's a hundred fuck him okay all right tim oh i'm at a thousand a thousand all day, <laughs> all day. <laughs> what about you that's randolph <laughs> randolph say again what, what about that's you hundred okay uh, yeah he's it's a joke it's just it's hard it's hard to see I don't understand the logic of it looks worse on the video than it was in real life when you're using the, the evidence. So what exactly do you mean you're using the video as your evidence? So, so how it looks on the video is what you're going to go by. So you're trying to figure a way to make an excuse for them. I just, I don't, I mean, I know why they're doing it. It's just the, it's just the, the, you, you're just telling me I'm stupid. I, yeah. I can't stand that. It's like, Imagine. I'm just looking at the same thing you're looking at. So I'm the dummy. 
imagine all the time imagine all the times that weren't in a video come on dog right because this cop was known for this like i forget what his it was like hulk or he he had some type of fucking nickname that was like oh that's officer so-and-so he be fucking people up and i remember the saddest part in the whole what'd you say randall he's a steroid guy right yeah like a lot of police and the saddest part in the whole thing was watching um some of the black parents and family try to defend him like oh no he you gotta be tough with these kids man you gotta get in there i mean that girl ain't got no no parents and shit i mean she like an orphan or something it's like yo don't shut the fuck up politics man respectability politics yep all that is uh andy needs to stop it's a hundred i i agree the video thing doesn't make sense when they say the video is worse than what happened because how much worse even if what happened was only half as bad as the video that's bad enough like are they saying that the video made it look a hundred times worse than he actually threw her across the room he didn't drag her when he watched the video he literally just after she got you know flung from the desk he threw her out of frame because he just picked and then i remember there were kids in the school back at the time and happened that were saying we we love officer fields bring him back it was kind of that counterpoint to all the people saying he was a steroid freak maybe they got their their voices heard more than anyone else but it doesn't make any sense to say the video makes it look worse because it it would have to be a hundred times worse to to negate the video yeah and i also had to give it a hundred um i mean i never thought he was you know gonna get in trouble Mm -hmm. but um i just uh, it just brings back all the memories of right right just right just lost white friends on social media where you did and yeah. people being like well she should have got out the desk and being like well me and this dude can't be cool like right. well you just you know well you just realize that uh you know people just see life in such a different way at times so you just like i don't know like how the fuck you get through life thinking that this shit is okay right and i think for me just the whole incident just kind of makes you angry again particularly being a black female knowing that black females get suspended already at any higher rate than any other group across the board anyway so you know it brings this anger up it brings this people want to police our bodies people want to police our hair you know it also brings up the fact that um uh, you, you, you also have races that was coming in. Then you also have a lot of black people, particularly black males, policing this black female, talking right. about what she should have did and what she could have did and all this other kind of bullshit, which is irrelevant to the point. You had a lot hey, of sexism. Hey, 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 not just black, not just black, not just black males, older black females also. Don't yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, across the board, across the board. But, 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 but particularly, particularly as a black female, I'm talking about the responses from black males. I'm not i'm ignoring black females because they bought into patriarchy that you know so they're irrelevant to the conversation i'm saying right now on social media i was i'm talking about the response okay. from black males was off the chain and it yeah. pissed me right. the fuck off right. their response right. made it's, me mad yeah that was it was it was bad it was bad because i just it, know it, it was so terrible. many people were just opting out of caring about this girl because it was like it was a lot of like she ain't have enough she ain't had no parents i remember that shit uh and then they you know they they were putting up business on the street and it wasn't even accurate at first because i like i forget what the what the what the information was that came out later but it was like well actually she lives with you know this person and that person and her parents are here and here and and whatever but you had that shit you had the 
you know this is what's wrong with black girls they don't know how to act you had that shit like it was just a lot of shit combining for people to shit on and i do agree with you randolph there was criticism from black females but my like i said my anger is with particularly in this instance me and a female paying attention to social media i saw the black men and i'm not ignoring that i'm not pushing that to the side i'm just talking from my perspective and what i saw it really made me angry and i think a lot of patriarchy came out a lot of misogynistic shit came out and a lot of times at the end of the day a lot of these dudes only criticized it because it was a black female if it had been a black male the response from a lot of these dudes would have been completely different now there would have been some dudes that have been like this is still wrong Mm -hmm. yes but overall i guess as a black female i just get sick and tired of us constantly being policed and us constantly being told how we're less than even in our own community all right right yeah wrong as somebody see she's right here i'm raising one ran out with ran out with uh full nate parker pulled out his black daughter <laughs> oh, where her castle at? Someone who's raising one, I completely, I believe me, I completely agree with you, and uh, I definitely validate the way you feel about it because you're you're a hundred percent right. What has always been funny to me is is the older black women who will who won't have the girls back, knowing that knowing that black men are going to come for her too right you know i agree I mean? and these old black women don't have her back also you know they come why is it that we have to sit and have her where, where it just the whole thing bothers him and the thing about you know when she's living in so many houses that had zero to do with this cop picking her up out of her chair and throwing her across the room right. everything to do with that in that moment no matter what was going on in her past, had nothing at all to do with the chair yeah. her across the room. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody's in the grid. <laughs> yeah, sure? that was, it was a lot of. Um, <laughs> and, and then the other thing too is you end up with a lot of people that um, you know women that are feeling like the pick me. You know, like they want yeah. the attention of those dudes yeah, I, that I, are down on, on on women in general, and yeah, they do I, the. I agree with these dudes that hate women, right? Ain't I one of the cool ones? Yeah, pick me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the pick yeah. me, choose me, Twitter. No. Yeah, yeah, a hundred for me as well. Um, all right, let's get into uh, something a little lighter, okay, guys? We need a palate cleanser. This has been some very serious news here, so it's time to get to our very popular news segment, which is uh, white people news. All right, let me play the song. right let's talk about what white people are talking about guys 
a three minute intro with uh actually no singing well well not the main chorus. oh you just wanted to get the won't you take me to right. all right hold on. hold on hold <laughs> on that's the whole point of a song hold on hold on Won't you take me to Funky Town? Won't you take me to Funky Town? That was back when they used to throw violins and shit for no reason. Yeah, yep. just for no <laughs> You just hear a flute. You be like, where the hell that flute come from? Like, we doing so much cocaine. You know, it'll be cool. Get some violinists in here. You know, it'll be cool. A bass clarinet. Who got one? Oh, uh, all right, guys. So gangster uh, rap music back in the nineties had a lot of flutes in it. A yes! lot of flutes. A lot of saxophones. <laughs> a lot of saxophones and a lot of Dr. Dre. He it, it had to be a black dude that he knew. That's I know a nigga that played a flute. This <laughs> album, dog. I I still remember um hitting the dance floor. Uh, sometimes you wouldn't even get to hear like the whole song. You just had to hear like the horn and shit. And you don't, you, ah! you like, hold on. What's that? Is that, is that a motherfucking horn? Hold up, nigga. That's, we, we got that's my jam. Seconds. Come on. You better run, bitch. <laughs> you know what song it is. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> you be bankrupt now, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, oh man. So sad. Being black in America. Uh, but let's ah! talk about, let's talk about what white people are talking about, guys. Cause not okay. all, not all news is bad. No, all right. It's not. Um. Hey, do I gotta call my wife here? Does that have to happen? What? what oh, <laughs> I'm sure she'll enjoy this segment. I'm sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, Sylvester Stallone, 70 years old, looks the picture of health as he enjoys a stroll in Beverly Hills after falling victim to an online death hoax. Oh, so they tried to kill him? Yeah, they they hit him with the Morgan Freeman. Uh, Internet kills people every day. I'm surprised this is the first time they got him. Yeah. Is he really a victim though? He didn't die. Well, um, ah! I guess a victim of living another day longer is Sylvester Stallone. I don't know. Ah, ah, I don't know ah. what he would be a victim of exactly. That's a great point. Uh, but yeah, they uh, he he was the latest victim of an online death hoax. Which, well, I guess he would be a victim because he probably got his phone was blowing up and shit. And you okay? You right. okay? Yeah. So I guess it was. You know, you know, people ain't like that smart. <laughs> he uh, proved he is alive. His nigga was calling him. I won. Uh, he proved he is alive and well as he went out for a stroll in Beverly Hills with friends on Saturday uh he was he's 70 years old he looked cool in a button-down paisley shirt that showed off his ripped physique um i love this segment because i love the way they describe shit yeah uh his hair was scraped back on his forehead that's great what is we doing here he rocked his signature bronze glow while carrying a brown paper bag in one hand wonder what was in that bag the the hoax just in case uh the, the hoax about his death uh circulated online his weekend this weekend after a fake news story allegedly from the u.s news site cnn was being shared on facebook uh fans were confused by the hoax as one wrote is sylvester stallone dead or was it just a hoax hashtag stallone dead question mark uh 
<laughs> see if we can get this trending uh this year has been featured a uh has been featured a particularly high number of celebrity deaths with alan rickman and david bowie among several to pass away uh but there's also been an unusually high number of death hoaxes uh with uh michael schumacher and sir paul mccartney among the victims of the death hoaxes uh is somebody waking up going let me see if i get this trend i guess so i don't know i, I feel like those shouldn't count as pranks or hoaxes because it's just stupid like it's it's like yeah we can confirm this i hope y'all know this right i hate those um see what else white people are talking about um uh how so you can tell uh, white people wrote that article too because they said david bowie and alan rickman and not prince, prince right yeah muhammad ali several black people died they were pretty famous y'all uh, right uh mika kelly and vilma vandarama enjoy a moon night stroll as they continue their mexico break no i don't know who neither one of these white folks is who is these people um there are some white people karen Okay. Mika Kelly used to meet Derek Jeter. He was going okay. to marry her, and Derek Jeter, being Derek Jeter, was like, "No!" Right yeah. at the last minute. They're actors and actresses. And she fell off. They're both actors, Karen. Okay. Uh, she's not. Mika Kelly, isn't Mika Kelly a model? She's a model, right? Uh, says the actress. Just a model. Is she an actress, Amy? Yeah, she's an actress. Oh, she's she was in a. She was in Bridesmaids. She was also she was in Friday. My wife says no. So speaking of speaking of white news, my wife says no. Well, she was in Friday night. Wasn't Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. She was in The Roommate, Five Hundred Days of Summer, The Butler, The Kingdom. So I mean, she she got a Oprah Winfrey's Butler or a different Butler. Oprah Winfrey's Butler. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she was in a lot of shit. She was in Almost Human. Um, Yeah, the TV show, Karen um this 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 segment could also be called karen being confused (laughs) my bad i'm sorry y'all she don't believe nothing i'm saying like (laughs) i made like i'm making these people up it's not a hoax karen you may as well because i don't know who they is well minka kelly white actress uh is um on the stroll uh in mexico with will the Vamarama during the middle of the uh during the middle of the night they describe their clothes uh yeah they um of course they did it's white people news uh she's shown in the lamplight in a white brodery angelese dress with a fitted bodice is that how you pronounce it bodice bodice i don't know bodice and a bodice. full bodice all right and full skirt i mean the water was dripping all over her bodice what's a full skirt <laughs> a, a full skirt karen down to her ankle area knees a skirt i mean full limp skirt you just had a full skirt okay perfect for a warm summer evening how you got more questions on this than when we talked about racism <laughs> and actual news <laughs> with her brunette tress- this, this is the shit that matters to some people with her brunette tresses smooth back in a high ponytail she held a white trilby hat in her hand <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, on friday the couple enjoyed a day on the beach with minka showing off her beautiful body in a black and blue string bikini and wilma in the black white and gray striped trunks that reached his knees the reunion comes three months after that the, that 70s show star split with his girlfriend oh, shit, nice. of six years demi lovato oh i see why she she had a time i didn't know year. that yeah oh okay she been spiraling out of control um however the couple were linked back in 2012 when wilmer 
uh presumably on a break from demi was photographed with his arm around minka as they walked in sydney australia oh you mean he was cheating <laughs> presumably, <laughs> presumably on a break no, 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 no. that was his break girl <laughs> yeah did he have a break baby like Dwayne wade uh see what else white folks have going on that's very important to them uh oh marilyn manson finally took a stand on the injustice that his pal johnny depp experienced uh in that bitter divorce scandal uh despite all the evidence (laughs) despite video audio and physical evidence several police calls uh he said look man y'all wrong for going at my homeboy johnny like this yep because i know how it feels when people attack me yeah I, i've also i too have been blamed for things yeah. i'm i i too also know about the white on white crime he said it was uh that johnny depp was unjust unjustly crucified in his divorce um uh, the controversial rocker has spoken out to defend his friend i like how he waited till he lost by the way mm-hmm. uh <laughs> <laughs> so he could really say i was really in your corner all right uh i had your back way back uh so yeah he um he spoke out to defend his friend who has kids lily rose and jack for uh with ex-partner vanessa paradis uh following his bitter split from the 30 year old actress who accused him of being abusive when they separated in may he said lily rose is my goddaughter and i was there when jack was born so we go back manson added johnny is one of the nicest people that i know to the extent where it's almost heartbreaking how kind he is to his friends and everyone around him i know that he was completely crucified unjustly yeah everybody's excuse sound like well he didn't beat me so i don't know what the fuck what's she talking about i came over to the house and hung out he named marilyn manson the godfather of his child like Mm -hmm. to me that means he's a big one for me yeah he did all that shit yeah i wasn't sure judgment. i wasn't sure until this moment you know <laughs> i was like maybe he didn't do oh he did it he did it um yeah. <laughs> but uh apparently you know he uh he, he said that's my homeboy uh he said that uh the claims against the positive caribbean star are bullshit uh he told the daily beast i would stand by him on anything as my friend i know that he's handling it the best he can and he's a great dad too it fills me with joy to see his kids grow up and be so smart and so hilarious hey man there's nobody i would stand with for anything nobody well you can't ask the friends anyway they're gonna have a bias right you know they always go to somebody's friends and they're like, or someone's mother like well i still i'm in his corner well no shit yeah you know, you're 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 close with them you, you're not objective at all well he's taking a stand guys um they know who to ask mm -hmm. and of course lastly in white people news billionaire andrew farkas 56 years old has divorced his second wife of 15 years to date a 22 year old harvard student i get that i get that i believe that yeah Yeah. i get that understand that i see Mm -hmm. what he did okay yeah 56 56 yeah that's that's still viable up sex is still viable. Oh yeah, yeah. this is viable. Eh? Yeah, this y'all. is like an athlete getting their their last big contract. Yeah, y'all kick y'all kick forever. And he was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna go back on the generic assembly line and let me pick one of my old models. Damn, this white woman does look yeah, like his wife, I'm but younger. Yeah, I'm gonna make one more run. <laughs> I'm gonna make one more run. Ten more yeah. years. 
I can do ten more years. That's what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. I get to sixty-six number. Yeah, it's sad because they had a picture of when they got married in two thousand two. And in the picture when they got divorced in 2014, and she ain't even aged that bad, but you could tell that he was just like, I can see the wear and tear. It's time to cash yeah. it in. Oh Lord, time yeah, to trade it in. You see in the morning. See, I see it in the morning. Right, I got to lease this. <laughs> I um, got to lease it. But uh, yeah, so he uh, is the founder of uh, the Merchant Bank Island Capital Group, and reportedly offered Sandy Farkas a hefty settlement and put their luxurious upper east side townhouse on the market for 42 and a half million dollars uh farkas who graduated he graduated from harvard in 1982 which is uh probably um yeah uh before this girl was even born uh is reportedly partying in the hamptons with a busty pakistani senior at his alma mater uh the gossip website reported uh he still serves as the graduate chairman of the ivy league schools framed hasty pudding institute in 1770 i mean of 1770 and he contributed a major gift to the school the the building where the theatrical club is operated since 1888 was renovated and expanded and renamed farkas hall as a result but a source told page six he she wasn't affiliated with the club so it's not like the club said all right he bought this building now we're gonna need one of y'all to fuck him okay ah. <laughs> this, this a, you like that water fountain you like that you feel this air conditioning up in here this ain't free we're gonna have to work for it somebody gonna suck them balls ah. <laughs> we're drawing names out of a hat right somebody gotta look at them old grays right uh while one source pointed out that the harvard student is younger than his daughter from his first marriage um uh, another reported the romance was getting on despite that 34 year old age difference Mm-mm. You really know? despite that despite it come on man <laughs> the hard ones with the hard ones randolph do you doubt the sincerity of love mm-hmm. she gonna outlive his ass and spend all his money no i don't doubt his sincerity i doubt hers <laughs> <laughs> i doubt his too he don't love her <laughs> he gonna smash them shake them cakes that's all um the owner of the montauk yacht club a mech amicably separated from his second wife sandy whom he married in 2001 with whom he has two sons he has two daughters with his first wife whom he divorced three years before his second marriage that draw-dropping townhouse a stone's throw from central park on the upper east side 73rd street was also put on the market in june um he purchased the home in 2007 for 23 million and spared no expenses renovating it and now he's gonna sell it for 40 something million so he's probably just breaking off a piece of that mm-hmm. you know i'm buying a house for 23 million yeah. I, I don't expect this to need renovations right that should that should, should be turnkey <laughs> yo that's when you so yo that's when you so rich that's when you so rich the shit that you want just ain't invented <laughs> you know what i mean yo we, we're gonna have to renovate it man i'm gonna need a, a pool that's also an elevator so ah! get on that man i want i want to hop in this pool and then be on the second floor yeah i spend that much i'd walk up the thing gotta scan me and, well, and open unlock the door mm-hmm. well nine years hey, later nearly, oh go ahead what are you saying joe space joe space is in the chat the seven years from conception i think that's about math wise that works Rob, because you figure Around about 86 he'll be ready to get married again yeah hasn't been born yet i mean it's a sweet it's a sweet deal for anybody that's willing to you know tug on them old balls i feel like his uh i feel like his wife before this got off easy really 
I mean, she pretty much got the prime of his yeah. life. Yeah, she did. She only had to do 12 years, and then she got a good settlement that made a, a, a amicable divorce, and she probably set for the rest of his yeah. life. And she got two kids, just in case, you know, two young kids to hold him on till he's 18. I mean, it's a good investment if uh for her. No, I always say, man, a vagina's like a lottery ticket, man. That's why a lot of niggas is jealous of women, because <laughs> if we could do the shit, we would do it, too. Like, I believe if it was a way to trap women, we'd be trapping the fuck out of some women. That's a that's a fact. Uh, <laughs> I'm pregnant, Serena. I'm sorry, but I'm <laughs> I'm keeping it. <laughs> sorry to tell you, Oprah. Yeah. it's yours. I'm keeping this this baby. It's against my morals. Uh, all right, let's get to the. Uh, oh, what'd you say? Oprah's looking really good nowadays. She, oh yeah, she lost uh, that weight. She gonna be straddling Stedman, she said. She wanted to carry it to the pool. Yeah. yeah titties up all high. Oprah looking good right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if you checked out the last cover of Old Magazine, which I did when we went to the grocery store that day, you can tell. Oh, nah, Oprah could get it, man. She know. She know. I don't know if it's just the money or what, but something about her. <laughs> is that how groupies feel that's how i feel yeah, i don't know if it's the money or what but it's something about that motherfucker something about, <laughs> something about him owning the sacramento kings that just whoo did do something to me <laughs> oh man i hope we could get it all uh <laughs> all right let's get to guest or uh, guest the race now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the guys for three guys on to guess the race in the chat room and karen play along and that the, they're all racist all right a man who called sandy hook elementary school to ask when it would reopen after 2012 shooting is arrested for making threats on the first day of class white karen's going with white that was quick uh sounds like everybody else is jumping to white as well all right y'all y'all want me to even finish reading this everybody just going white children attending the school a 28 year old man was arrested for making threats to sandy hook elementary school on the first day of classes it was demolished after the 2012 shooting pierre bouvelle uh called the main office of the school on august 15th and made a threat for august 29th after an administrator responded to his inquiry about the first day of class on monday about 400 students entered the newly designed 50 million dollar school in newton connecticut erected on the site where the gunman adam lanza f- killed 21st graders and six staff members before committing suicide uh bouvelle made threats after he called the office asking when the school of newtown connecticut was scheduled to reopen uh investigators tracked the phone down to bouvelle who uh lives in the nearby city of stanford about 35 miles away he was arrested on friday and charged first degree threatening second degree harassment and breach of peace an investigation is ongoing to determine whether bouvelle is responsible for other school threats um so yeah guess the race white that's a white dude all right connecticut this is a white guy tim that's a white dude man andy all day (laughs) yeah it's a connecticut and the weird threats and pierre Mm. he's gotta be white karen going white as well the chat room says white chalky 
um uh only goes to school for two things to stand for the pledge of allegiance and to shoot his name sounds like liquor niggas without checking accounts drink white always always stand for the national anthem believe rachel dolezal has the right to appear at the national natural hair convention white could be haitian going with white uh twitter profile says hashtag free milo white uh the correct answer is and every single one of you guys got it wrong he's black all right you want me to show us picture let me take tim off the screen i'll put the picture up you guys can see what i'm looking at here uh pierre bouville b-e-a-u-v-i-l-e uh b-i-v-i-l i I mean just i-l no e uh it's him this dude with the glasses right here wow yeah are you for real i didn't even know brown kids went to the school uh he don't go to the school it's an elementary this is a just a dude that called to threaten them he's not a student uh but yeah that was him dog um so you guys all got it wrong you should all be ashamed of yourselves for i am not ashamed (laughs) i will keep my stereotype assuming only a white man would do that Mm -mm -mm. that is some sad shit really um all right let's just go to the bonus round i'm not gonna sing the bonus round song let's just get to another one uh how about let's see if i can find an old one did you bring um, tim back oh yeah let me put tim back on screen that would that would actually be really important to the show uh <laughs> all right i'll just invite him back on <laughs> my bad <laughs> uh let's see how about uh this one a blogger was fired after the police chief sent cops to retaliate for exposing his gay bashing daughter that's right oh it's a lot going on in this story it sure is um a pennsylvania blogger who wrote about a convicted gay bashing cop's daughter is suing the father and daughter saying that they got her fired from her day job by sending district attorney detectives to her place of work to harass her According to Philly.com, Kathleen O'Donnell, 61, is suing Catherine Knott, her father Carl Knott, a former police chief in Bucks County and Bucks County District Attorney David Heckler, and two detectives for $5 million. Mm. Uh, a jury in December found that Catherine Knott of Southampton, Pennsylvania, was guilty of misdemeanor, misdemeanor charges of simple assault, conspiracy, and two counts of reckless endangerment on September 11, 2014, beating of a gay couple. She received a 10-month jail term o'donnell who worked at a walker parking consultants in uh buck county maintained a parody account blog she called naughty is a tramp what she created a two september 26 which she created on september 26 2014 to document the travails of the cop's daughter after she gained national attention for the street attack according to o'donnell suit she states that not uh contacted her police chief father about the blog and said that he called in a favor from the bucks county da's office to put a stop to it in her suit o'donnell states that the detectives martin mcdonald and mark zelinsky zelinsky uh came to her place of work and threatened her saying that if she continued writing under naughty as a tramp that she would be arrested for fraudulently impersonating miss not despite agreeing to stop her online posting o'donnell said she was fired from her job the next day as a direct result of the visit by detectives according to o'donnell the two detectives stuck uh spoke with her boss before meeting with her district attorney heckler 
defender his uh defending his office's actions saying his defense his detectives were uh concerned about the blog because it was perceived as potentially threatening and potentially inciting others to do harm tonight uh he would not we would not have been looking into this matter unless it involved what we believe to be potentially incriminating behavior he said before adding we certainly didn't bully up on her because chief Knott is a police officer and we were looking out for a buddy o'donnell sue uh asked for $150,000 in compensation damages and five million dollars in punitive damages uh contending that she has suffered monetary losses as well as emotional pain and damage to her reputation uh so guess the race of the chief's daughter Catherine Knott, the uh, person that beat up the two gay dudes. White. All right, going white. Uh, what about you, Andy? Uh, You're asking the the chief's daughter. What was her name again? Her the name is name Catherine Knott. Catherine Knott. I'm going black. All right. What about you, uh, Randolph? Well, I guess I should take myself out because I actually know this story. Oh, you know this story? Uh, All right. Well, Randolph's out. Yeah, Tim? I'm listen. I'm listen. Tim, what'd you say? Black? Um, uh, you know what? I'm going, I'm going with white. I'm All right. My first. All right. So Karen and, uh, Karen and Tim going white and Andy going black. Let's see what the chat room says. White only listens to the white people news section of this show white not today white woman white like the coke she sniffed before she fought them gays Catherine's not black white becky with the dad who is a cop the correct answer is and the chat room all went white tim and karen went white and you guys are all right good job Andy got got to get these booze. Andy, I'm sorry. There you go. It was uh the the clue was uh, her dad was a police chief. That was a clue. <laughs> uh, all right, and last thing we ever do, uh, sore ratchetness, man. Long sound effect. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> hiding his damn swords i swear I to god <laughs> this is randall's least favorite part <laughs> <laughs> and he's finally dead he was a fighter you know <laughs> <laughs> a idaho man was charged after attacking police with a sword this has been a trend lately i know right in chubuck idaho chubuck idaho a southwest idaho man is facing multiple felony charges after authorities say he attempted to attack police officers with a sword the idaho state journal reports that 34 year old jared whitaker was charged thursday in sixth district court with two counts of aggravated battery on a police officer and first degree stalking uh guess the race white According to police, officers responded Wednesday uh, evening to reports of a suspicious male banging on the trailer inside a trailer park and acting aggressively towards residents. When officers initially arrived on the scene, Whitaker returned to his home. However, police say Whitaker then emerged from his home holding a samurai-style type sword. Mm-mm-mm. Huh. Uh, he started growling. Shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Was some drugs involved? <laughs> yeah. Maybe like DMX. Police say Whitaker refused to drop his weapon, reporting several officers to deploy 
uh i mean requiring several officers to deploy their tasers in order to take oh, him into he, custody he was on something yeah several mm-hmm. when you get tased several times that's, you don't go down a lot of these stories involve drugs man Got with these you. swords i'm trying to tell you you hit a normal person that ain't on nothing one good time oh they're going down but right. if, but if we take out to take several of these things and claw them in you you want something i mean take for example <laughs> kevin clark a young gentleman who went on a drink fuel crusade with a samurai sword against legal high shop little amsterdam in southampton uh samurai sword wielding father has avoided jail after going on a booze fueled crusade against legal highs oh so he was drunk going around chopping up people not even illegal highs legal highs <laughs> kelvin clark was so has been spared jail after taking a 12 inch blade disguised as a samurai sword or a tanto to a that's racist to a legal high uh high shop in southampton um clark a driver and football coach pleaded guilty to carrying the blade criminal damage and assault by beating march 23rd of this year he was described as crusading while under the influence of alcohol by wait he was against legal drugs while drunk the uh-huh. fuck uh-huh. alcohol now i guess he guess that call don't count i don't understand this dude yeah what's this dude's moral compass i don't i don't understand it at all man uh, drugs are killing our kids yeah now hand me some more of this alcohol um yeah apparently he had been drinking during the day when his partner now wife she decided this is a guy i want to marry oh lord uh <laughs> he gonna get stabbed next uh who described him as steadily becoming more intoxicated aggressive and annoying um and then she went i do uh southampton ah! crown court also heard he left his house on several occasions that had gone to little amsterdam uh staff at the shop which sold illegal highs as well as smoking paraphernalia called the police on five occasions that evening due to his behavior when he entered the store on one of the occasions he went home to get a blade around 12 inches long that was described in court as a samurai sword or a tanto blade uh while in the store he used a hand hilt handle hilt to smash a glass countertop on one occasion he pushed the pregnant girlfriend of a member of the staff woman who was the girlfriend of a member of the staff that seems redundant in the neck as he tried to, to to exit the stop the blade was later found in a bin near the store at the clark told police where it was clark of Mayor, mayfield southampton uh had claimed his nine-year-old daughter had been hospitalized after taking the legal high spice ah so he's a vigilante okay uh, nine years old though a drunk vigilante yeah i guess his, he, his nine-year-old daughter smoked some spice and had to go to the hospital so he decided he was gonna go on a one one man crusade a drunken one man crusade to stop <laughs> this he got drunk first yeah <laughs> had to build up some nerve uh recorder casey said you were crusading under the influence of alcohol against legal highs you were going out and coming back on more than one occasion you entered little amsterdam on a number of occasions and staff called the police five times 999 calls over a relatively short period of time you went home to seek it the sword out and then brought it back to the scene and committed an ongoing offense as you walked through the streets of southampton with it concealed in your jacket clark who has 10 previous convictions Dating from nineteen ninety six. What? They didn't throw us in jail. Well, Karen, you know the eleventh one is free. <laughs> it's like a punt. They got a punch card. Yeah, you get one free after you get nine. Yeah, he he was due. 
uh he was sentenced to nine months imprisonment suspended for 18 months uh ordered to pay a hundred dollars euro victim surcharge complete with 120 hours of unpaid work and attend 30 days of rehabilitation man definitely white i don't have his race yeah. but i would assume so all right guys check out three guys on man like yes. i said it's extremely funny podcast man it one is. of my favorites man um yes. you know they talk about a bunch of stuff they have a lot mm-hmm. of a uh, lot of great guests and comedians on yes they uh do. we just had chris lamberthon chris has come on that show several times mm-hmm. uh we yeah. have jl covan on jl's been on that show um you know uh, a bunch of people man we cross over a lot and mm-hmm. uh you know uh like i said they're one of my favorite shows so i feel like everybody yes, should be listening to these guys mm-hmm. uh every week and sometimes you even catch tim on there which is a special treat <laughs> yes every now and then he'll show up trying to raise a daughter <laughs> you, you don't have to pop the um the, um, the pop suck no lower hand right oh <laughs> get it out girl you can do it i believe in yourself I, I, i'm probably gonna take it mm-hmm. go ahead what, what does it sound like what is it about what is it close to sock puppet sock puppet there you, you did it girl oh, there you go, there you go. lord it took me long enough because i kept saying lord what is it because i'm because i'm about to say i'm about to tear it all the way up well hey they got sock puppets on there and uh some of my favorite people and occasionally you get a joke from the uh, princessa um yep. so yes. so a bunch of a bunch of great stuff happening over there man um they uh is there anywhere anywhere that people can catch you guys y'all got y'all mm-hmm. doing any dates soon yeah i'm gonna be at the dc improv october 6th through 8th opening for judah freelander so uh that's the big one coming up cool yeah he's he's cool people man uh what about you tim anything Uh, i'm gonna be in uh ashburn virginia on the 28th of september with uh i'm opening for sean Patton. he's doing a show out there cool man ashburn sounds like something you get from not having enough lotion and shit (laughs) don't it (laughs) oh man he got ashburn dog i don't want none of that dog all right uh you i could tell you be messing with women online you got ashburn uh what about you uh what about you randolph anything i am at the uh improv uh thursday the 22nd of this month with um it's called the five for five show it's me and four other comics will be standing in the living room y'all come on out all right man my daughter was trying to- <laughs> oh, she's so precious all right y'all we'll be back uh tomorrow <laughs> until <laughs> until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.